Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed, Alleluia. Well, happy Easter. Here we are, each of us behind our doors, very much like our ancestors. A week after Easter Sunday and the resurrection of our teacher and our friend and our savior, and I can really imagine the disciples may have, as one does in a house on fire, leaned into the door with a hand raised against it to feel for the heat, the political heat, to determine if it's okay to open the door yet, or if they need to keep waiting or maybe go home by another way. I can imagine them looking to the heavens and asking themselves, what is going on? How did this happen? When did this take such a turn? How did we get here and what's next for us? I know that I have thought these things. I've asked myself those questions. Easter Sunday seems like yesterday and forever and a day ago, all in the same catching breath. And I'm not certain of much, and I have failed at almost everything in my life, but I'm certain of this. There was a group of disciples who came to believe in Jesus' resurrection, and they were careful to share their reports to tell the stories of his appearing, recognizably, physically, touchably appearing. And these people, these followers of the Messiah, when he was crucified, when everything they knew and loved came to a screeching halt, they fled and they hid in fear for their very lives. And then something remarkable happened. They were transformed. They were changed forever, almost immediately. They went from despair and teetering on the brink of death to proclaiming and evangelizing about the risen Lord. Something transformed them from who they once were to who they became. They moved. They moved from cowering and crouching behind closed doors to risking their lives in a very short time. They shifted gears and began something new. Something transformative happened. That's the story that we hear in the Acts of the Apostles this morning as the Jesus movement begins. It's the story of Thomas. Call him a doubter if you want, but I would call him faithful. And it's our story. And it's the story of life. And in particular, it seems to be the story of our life right now. Life is about transformations. Life is about these intimate and endless relationships between beginnings and endings between what was 
and what is and what will be. Some of us are in a space of wanting what was and are exploring what was good and what we might like to be different in our lives and in the world. Some of us are living into a grief that we can identify and also living into an ambiguous grief that is the nature of what we don't know. We don't know exactly why. We just know that our hearts are calling us to live into this sorrow. And some of us are reflecting and seeking new ways forward, probing the depths of what it means to be in relationship with God, with the rest of the world, and, and definitely with each other in community. And for others among us, the disparity that existed in our normal world, the upside-down nature of all the isms that isolated us behind those closed doors of our hearts long before we were asked to close the doors of our churches and our homes, well, we're seeking to understand that further as well. We're experiencing endings, and so many of them seem so final. And there are obvious endings. People we love are dying. Important relationships that we have, they are ending or changing. Our churches, we've closed the doors of our churches. And buildings where we work and we eat and we spend time with our friends, they're shuttered up, and they might be forever. And there are less obvious endings when things change. And these endings can be just as upsetting because we mourn not only the ending or the change, but we also mourn the death of self, the self that we believed we would experience, and, and now we just won't. Change is complicated when endings seem so final. But that's not the story of the resurrection. That's not our story. And it's not the story of life, even if it feels like it is right now. Our story is the resurrection story. Our story is the story of new life of beginnings after storms, and it's a story that tells us that endings aren't final. Life has changed and not ended. The story of the resurrection is that creation is wired for new beginnings. The story of the resurrection is that fear and hostility and brokenness, they do not win the day. The story of the resurrection is that resurrection is a verb and not a noun. It's something we live into. It's something in our being that we become. It's not merely an event we remember on Sundays. Something forever changed the disciples. 
and it was transformative. That's what resurrection does and reminds us of. Jesus is. Belief in Jesus is. Following Jesus is transformative. And when the death and losses of this life have us feeling disoriented and invisible and afraid and hopeless and forsaken, resurrection reminds us that life is endlessly intertwined with endings. And we are created to weather them. I am certain that Jesus Christ is resurrected death to life, in the flesh. And the resurrection isn't a metaphor. It's not poetry. It's not wishful thinking or whistling in the dark or some silly blind hope or faith. It's real. And if you're hearing this and you're alone and you're afraid and you're behind closed doors and disconnected, please reach out to us and let us know because we will reach out our hands to you. We will come to you because the things which we see as endings, they're opportunities for all of us. And with God's help, we can transform even the worst ending into the most beautiful beginning. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. God bless you and happy Easter, and may you have a blessed Easter tide. Thank you for joining us.